Hello, my name is Hannes Frykholm. Today, Dallas Rogers will talk with Anne Lacaton and Jean-Philippe Vassal about their work here in Sydney for the last three years and, and in France as architects. The central question in this work, I think, is around how we can densify and improve and transform the city without demolishing anything. How do we do that today? I'll hand over to Dallas. I am, uh, I am Anne Lacaton. I'm an architect working in France together with uh, Jean-Philippe Bassal. And um, we created our office uh, 30 or 40 years ago and still working together on a large number of projects of diff- in different fields and topics. Excellent. And Jean-Philippe? Jean-Philippe Vassal. So <clears throat> we start working in Bordeaux. Uh, and uh, since uh, 2000, we are, we are based in Paris or in the close to Paris in Montreuil. And we have a small office with a maximum 15, 20 people working. Yeah. Um, and you've been to Australia a few times now for this program and you've visited a couple of the big public housing projects here. And over a number, maybe a, a decade now, we've seen lots of public housing estates on the edge of the city, in the middle of the city, either coming down or being proposed to be pulled down. And I wondered if you could maybe start in France for us and tell us about some of the work you did there. And then maybe we can come to Australia and think about some of the lessons that we could drag over from that, from what you've done there to Australia. I think we should be lucky in France because this question of um, uh, social housing um, exists since quite a lot of time. But currently, and since uh, more than 20 years, we have to defend it because the system today tries to replace it by uh, different works uh, with investors. Mm -hmm. And in the same time, all cities are talking about how it is possible to produce affordable housing. They destroy the social housing to give the investors the possibility to work on it. So uh, even we have this uh, past of a very interesting moments in the 70s, 80s, where incredible uh, quality of social housing has been produced with uh, uh, inventive uh, typologies, uh, mixing uh, uh, density, uh, mixity, not only housing, but equipment, schools, uh, uh, supermarkets, shops, uh, ateliers, uh, sometimes for renting, sometimes for selling, uh, including gardens on different typologies. Uh, there was an incredible project. But all this, um, um, this period is finished. And uh, so we just have to and it's what we have done with the students of Australia when they came. We have visited these places from uh, Ivry-sur-Seine, René Gayouste, Jean Renaudier, etc. And to see the quality that was uh, existing at this place. And we should be able to learn from these experiments because it is precisely all the topics we are discussing now 
uh, ecology, greens, nature in the city, uh, density, superposition, etc. They have done it already, and we are unable to reproduce it. Or we we say that we want, but we don't give the conditions for that to be to be possible. So I think at the beginning in France, what I like it is the in the thirties uh, the first development uh, of uh, brick buildings at the periphery of Paris. It was called HBM, which means in France habitation bon marché. It means could be uh, affordable housing. It was not social housing. It was the question was to to make good housing at a reasonable price. And this is for me the most important to continue to see to to show how in the city you can make good housing. And the best housing as you can in in order that anybody could take place there. Somebody that has not so much money and another one that would come there because the flats are nice. And at this moment, there is no stigmatization, segregation, etc. And I think this is a, a good point. And probably today what is important, it is to, to try from the existing, by transformation of the existing, to come to that point. Mm. It's very interesting because that maps quite closely to Australia. So after the Second World War, we had... Uh, that was when the largest amounts of public housing were constructed and they were constructed for working families, essentially. And they were constructed around some of the ideas that you're talking about. They're not just physical dwellings. They're physical dwellings connected to places and people and communities and, and things that make community happen. So, uh, yeah, And we have moved a long way from that now with the well, no maintenance of public housing, the no more construction of public housing means that, and the tightening of allocations for, for that stock means that we have a particular tenant profile now, which has been stigmatised. And then stigma becomes part of the reason why uh, people uh, moved out and these redevelopments are, are justified. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, in France, since 20 years, we are also, uh, with uh, Frédéric Drouot and Anne, we are fighting on a point where there is a national policy of demolition of social housing in order to make new new housing and to op, to to make free some plots where investors can uh, build again so there is a total uh, crazy situations because all we all know that we should build something like uh, 200,000 uh, buildings flats uh, affordable flats by by year in order to uh, fulfill the needs because uh, people ask for social housing. I don't know the list of people asking is so so long. But in the same time, we have not enough energy, money to do that. But in the same time, we demolish the existing one. So there is situations where people, they are pushed away from the flat that is demolished. They have to find an hotel or somewhere even the government pays for that. You you will go to the hotel during three months, four months, five months, uh, and we uh, don't uh, and they have to move. And so this is a crazy situation. And with uh, Frederic and Anne, we started to think how oh, it is possible to 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 change that, to avoid to demolish, but to transform, not only to repair 
or to make a small refurbishment, or it has been done during 30 years, but to make a kind of metamorphosis, or from an existing situations, by keeping the people inside, you can really transform a building in order that it could uh, exist and in good conditions for perhaps 100 years more. And this is the uh, important point, starting from the existing, without moving the people, without destroying their in, the inside, the, the decoration, the way they live, etc. So, and we work on some projects uh, like that. In- Could you tell me a little bit about how you actually go about that? Because it's a very different model to what we're used to here. So the model here is that we move people out of the dwellings, we pull them down, we construct something new, and they may or may not come back. But what you mentioned is a general model everywhere. It's, uh, um, there are some decisions to tear down a number of buildings um, in, in, in the cities. Uh, very often it's kind of towers or slabs or uh, not really in, in, in the, the heart of the city, but in the first uh, outskirts or in the suburbs. Um, and um, because we studied carefully this uh, uh, this um, national program in France, we um, we have never really understood how it was decided that this building should be teared down and this and not this one. Uh, so sometimes it's to reorganize a master plan to change a network of streets, and that you don't really understand why it's necessary to do it. So. Everywhere there is this uh, un-understandable decision of uh, breaking uh, buildings and uh, pushing uh, people out, uh, very often because people are struggling a a little or a lot, they promise that they will come back. But in uh, most of cases, they don't come back because three or four years after, they have made a new life somewhere else and they don't come back. So... It's uh, in uh, all aspects. It's uh, it's negative. So it's why we, uh, since twenty years, we or twenty five years now, we uh, we start to uh, to develop a different strategy of uh, no demolition, uh, no replacement, no remove, uh, just transformation, uh, adding uh, uh, densification when it's uh, when it's possible because it's uh, it's not in uh, it's not in any case uh, um, a, a, an attitude of conservation. It's an attitude of uh, uh, very positive to say uh, we keep what is good and we improve what needs to be improved because we we cannot say that everything is good. But what is important is uh, and it's our strategy. It's always to uh, observe, analyze uh, positively the situations. Because uh, if you do in the, the other way around, if you start uh, listing the problems, and, and there are some, uh, normally you don't go to what is good. And uh, it's enough, the problems uh, finally makes a decision of uh, demolition. So in our case, we, we, we have a different strategy, first of a very detailed and accurate observation, um, but also sensitive observation to, uh, to see where is the beauty, what's, uh, uh, what, uh, what's, um, and very often the beauty has been also uh, made by the people, the inhabitants themselves. So it's very important to be attentive to this, to, uh, to observe, to look at, um, 
and uh, from this situation uh, to see uh, or to mm, understand uh, what is missing, uh, what should be repaired, uh, and from that, from all this, uh, to to to, uh, in fact, keep what is uh, good, because uh, in the transformation, the principle is to lose nothing, uh, but just adding what is missing or adding more generosity to uh, to these uh, places, but with a great care of uh, keeping what is there, and it, that is of quality, and of course, first, uh, the people's life. So it's why in uh, all the studies that we developed, we developed, made a lot of studies, we, did, we arrived to, uh, to um, realize only three projects, uh, but always we uh, propose the principle to transform in uh, conditions of occupied site uh, without removing uh, uh, inhabitants and to operate by uh, the, the metamorphosis by addition which, um, in fact, is very interesting, the addition, because it helps to decompress uh, the existing space and to give the space which is uh, basically missing, but also to solve a number of uh, technical issues like uh, insulation, energy saving, uh, sometimes uh, fire security uh, issues or earthquake issues. So it's, it's, um, it's very positive in many ways. And uh, finally, the... Uh, the, the results in terms uh, of economy, socially, but also in terms of uh, uh, CO2, um, uh, CO2 um, um, uh, efficiency, it's, uh, it's enormously better. So uh, it's all of this, but uh, it's also very... Uh, uh, it's very positive to do this kind of projects because we, you are very close to the reality, and uh, you can see also um, you can also approach the skills of people because the inhabitants, in fact, they have a skill that should be recognized—the skill of inhabitants. They they don't do the projects, but they must be listened because they know. Uh, one part of uh, uh, of things that uh, the architect don't know, that the politician don't know, that the, the, the contract don't know, is how do they live and how do they want to live. I think in, there is a calculation that is very simple. You have one, it could be one flat, one building, or 100 flat. You have one, you demolish one, and you rebuild one. At the end, you have one. Or you have one, you add half of one, and at the end you have one and half. And this is clear. Four months, four months. <laughs> so you have just to waste, to, to spend for half of one, in order to have one and half. And it means that it is not only to replace, to, be, to do the same thing. No, you have more by, by, by adding uh, half of one than in order to, instead of take starting from one, demolishing one, and rebuilding one. And this is all what is uh, important. And by keeping this one, you keep the life, the memory, the stories, the old neighbors make a community, uh, all the, the, sometimes they were living in difficult conditions, but living in difficult conditions, it gives you also an energy to defend yourself. In, in the community and this is uh, so important and this is a richness that will stay if you lose that 
the people, they will go in plenty of di different directions and it doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. This is, a, I think it's very, uh, it's very important. And this, I think it's a, what we do with the students and they are really sensible with that. It is the, to be curious, to know. Because in fact, it's about to, to look at, it's about to see. In fact, we don't see, we see nothing. We see nothing because we stay too far. We just see the aerial view. We stay in the office. We see the the slab is big like that, uh, and uh, uh, even if it is 15 years on the model, it is big like that. We see nothing. We have to go there. We have to talk with the people to listen, to see the rose tree, to see little, to see this little garden with tomatoes and salads, uh, to talk with the lady that takes care of the salad, and uh, to to see what is the problem, what is missing, what is good, what is not good. We have to see again. So the curiosity is the first point, and I think young architects, we have a lot in the schools, they are totally able, they have the sensibility to understand that and to do with that and to work with that. And this, this and, is and the, the main careful, point. the small. But also with, uh, to return to this... Um, this, the fact that in so many places the demolition uh, very fast appears as a solution. Um, it's, it's really lazy to, to do that. Uh, and in a huge number, not huge, but a big number of studies that we did, and uh, especially we took uh, a number of, uh, of uh, cases in the national program of demolition that we studied carefully to see uh, if there was... Uh, to, to not to see here, but to look for an alternative, and we could observe that, uh, in fact, um, in most of them there was no technical, really no technical problem. Buildings were in, uh, structures were in good uh, state. Uh, of course, it's obsolete. Uh, the technical equipments, but after 50 years, it's it's not uh, it's not so uh, unusual, um, and. Uh, Finally, all the arguments uh, which are uh, generally given to justify the demolition, uh, they can be they can be opposed, and uh, they uh, they, for example, uh, asbestos. Asbestos is is not an argument because in any case you have to remove asbestos. If you demolish a building, you you must remove asbestos uh, before. So in any case, it's not a problem. Um, the structures. Most often, there are no problem on structures. They are in good state. So, and uh, and you can see that if you take all of the arguments, uh, urban planning uh, is uh, very often you see that it's not really a big problem of uh, uh, urban planning or networks, and that if there is, you can also do with uh, with the buildings and not making the empty empty place before. So it's why the, uh, the the cost, the economy. It's uh, uh, it's always said that it's more expensive to uh, to renovate and to uh, transform than uh, demolish and rebuild. And uh, this is totally wrong. But this is repeated and repeated and repeated, and it becomes a kind of uh, a rule. But it's totally wrong. So. All these arguments, they can be deconstructed one after one. And at the end, there is absolutely no good reason to, to demolish a building. And uh, it's just an issue of uh, changing the 
practice changing the way of uh, thinking that starting from an existing means that probably you change a little bit uh, the way you think the space and uh, all the typologies of the of uh, apartments but it's uh, it, there is always something to do there is something that is it's about the the gestures that we have as architects or urban planners we have to make a relations we have to open the neighbor the, the 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 place we have to relate these two places so it's easy you make an arrow and you make uh, from one point another point you have to open you you cut uh, the building this is so easy to do on a three sheet of paper you you uh, when you are okay we we need to have an axis of a street that goes from here to here okay it goes through this building okay this building doesn't exist anymore uh, it's if you go on site you will turn you will avoid this building and if the street does like that what is the problem <laughs> and this is this kind of uh, uh, ways we are working as architect and urban planners that we have totally to reconsider in the existing city it is no more the 19th century uh, time it is a moment where we have to save energy we have to be kind with people we have to 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 do with what exists this time of this transformation of the city of the improvement to give quality to the city is no no more time to make sculptures about the city and i think this is very very important and we have to for us one example was really uh, so interesting when we came to sydney because the first year we were we work on serious building and so just quietly think about that story from the moment where it was built to the moment now what all different situations happened the moment where people were so happy to be there where everything was the, the, the flats were you are new clean etc the community the moments where the maintenance was perhaps not so good the moments where people start to say this building is the most ugly of australia the moment uh, where some other people say we it's an interesting building that we should protect the moment where uh, the protection doesn't uh, is not possible the moment where people were pushed away the moment where again we think it was possible to demolish and suddenly the moment where some investors come and say Sirius will become the most luxurious beautiful building of Sydney and so the, we can learn about that story mm -hmm. yeah, we can learn about that story yeah. no in, a, in fact it's it's a, it's a pity to understand that uh, of course it's never said but the issue of social housing um, is annoying it's annoying in in the city because uh, it's hard to say that because, uh, of course, nobody will say we say it. No politicians, no developers, nobody. But you see that finally the social housing are the first building which are uh, which which are condemned. Which are uh, while some of them, many of them, they are built as uh, uh, exactly as some others, and uh, so. So there is, I think, there is um, probably a big problem in that way in the cities today, uh, that the city becomes uh, exclusive, uh, too expensive. So it's why um, probably the reason why uh, buildings are demolished are uh, are not so those those we imagine. I, I really love putting people at the centre of your practice. So you start with people and you ask them about 
their who they live with, where they live, what they do, how they work in the garden, how they engage with, with each other, and you start from that position. I, I, I just really love that uh, practice, and it's very counter to um, the way that urban development works. And for that, sorry, it's not necessary to know all of them. Yeah. You just have to think that they are like that. It's very, very important. It, it means that you cannot talk with everyone, for sure. But we have to take care and to be kind with all of them in the decisions that we can take. Because we know that this quality in each of the family exists. Mm. So, um, and that's like the social side of, of what you're doing. And we've talked about the the buildings and the the economics and the the retrofit and what we could do there. I wanted to finish up by talking about the environment and thinking about why this is such an important thing to do right now because of climate change and the environment. What what is important is uh, is to take care of everything we have because it is the first probably the first principle of sustainability. Wasting nothing. So and um, of course it's. Uh, um, it's it's uh, at uh, all levels. It's at the level of uh, any every people. It's at the political level. It's at administration level. So, but it's very clear that um, um, if you cannot ask people to uh, to be sustainable, if in their lives they are uh, they they are under pressure, they are not considered. They are so. It's why. Um, at, at the, the scale we can, which is the scale of architecture, and uh, no, no more. We are not sociologists. We are not doctors. We are not. But at the scale we 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 can, we do. Uh, we we think to bring this uh, additional value to the space, so that we expect people feel better. Um, in a family, if you have more space, people are not compressed. They can have spaces for themselves and it makes probably more quiet situation in the family if they have more space it can also uh, invite neighbors so or friends so and uh, it creates a, a kind of social life uh, which is uh, also starting in uh, inside your your space and not uh, always thinking that the social life could be outside in a communal space. I think it's a, it's a line. It's a continuity. So um, and um, we can see in the in the in the housing that we are producing because we uh, work a lot on uh, bioclimatic uh, architecture. It means that uh, the 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 inhabitant is the main actor of the comfort by uh, opening windows, uh, for closing, uh, uh, opening curtains, using the winter gardens. And in fact, you see that uh, if you give people this uh, quality, they understand very fast and they are very uh, participative. So it's, it's, uh, it's uh, probably basic uh, to imagine that you cannot do efforts uh, if you are already in a, in a very, very constrained situation. And it is, <coughs> it's important to consider the, each flat um, with the, uh, it's not each flat, so there is no huge building or big slabs or big towers. There is a certain number of uh, flats by level on different levels. So we have to consider flat by flat with the all the time. 
an intention and a generosity towards what is in the flight, which means the family that is there. It's nearly like a project of uh, hundreds or thousands of private houses for for each flat. And this is important to come to this dimension. And I think it's important. And we are convinced that the, the quality of the collective life can only happen if the conditions of the private life are there. So enough space enough uh, quietness, enough uh, free space. Free space is also important. When we do these winter gardens, when we say that uh, instead to have a triple glass or double glass, it is much better to to extend the dimension between the two layers of glass of uh, two or three meters. So you, we will have an outside facade that will take the sun in, uh, in the cold period, that will disappear in the hot period and will make a kind of shadow, and that will produce a kind of garden it's no nothing that is d- defined in the brief of the investors or in the even in the social housing uh, brief uh, etc it is undefined space it means it is a space where people can start to think to 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 move their brain what can i do there uh, will i bring some plants and start a collection of little bonsai or should I uh, make a lot of uh, collection of dishes on the walls or should I bring my canapé uh, from inside to outside in this period and uh, I will uh, when it will be done I will invite my neighbor to look at it and he will show I will go to see him so it the, the creation of social relations start at this point and if this is good outside in the streets it will work and we we are sure that this is a very important condition and it means to be also in relations with the sun with the rain with the climate fresh air uh, sometimes in the family that I well, one in the morning he likes to go outside on the balcony and to smoke or to stay five minutes when the others they prefer to stay inside and another one he prefers to be in this chair because there is a ray of sun that's coming here we have to do with that these simple things mm-hmm. That make that can really make the the life uh, easier and more happy. But it's uh, it's turning in the other way around today because in the, in the city centers now the the tendency is to to make more and more smaller apartments with the arguments that the city offers uh, co-working space, co-living, a cafe, restaurant, uh, communal space, and the cities are given today a lot of importance to the public space. But uh, at, at uh, uh, with with less care, less interest for the private space. But uh, uh, we have not to oppose the two. The the two the two are needed, and uh, a lot of people they are, they cannot afford the facilities of the town. Uh, they cannot afford going to the to the the cafe or. Uh, or uh, you know, buying things always, or going to cinema, or they 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 need to go home and stay home, and uh, because it's their own uh, richness. So it's 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 a problem today that the society, in fact, thinks uh, um, in terms of uh, public space, but we cannot say that it creates more relation. Most of the public space they are used individually, individually. When you see people in a co-working. The, nobody is doing co. They they use the space to, uh, together, but they individual way. So we think that uh, have, starting by giving a, uh, a generous private space 
is a condition to open the mind. Well, I think that's a great place to finish. Thank you so much for spending a bit of time with me this morning talking about this. Thank you. Thank you.